Listening is where love begins. Listening to ourselves and then our neighbors. This is Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies and series based on video games. And this week, we watch the 2021... Werewolves Within. And joining us today is a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> is Brian Taylor from the Phantom at Random Podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Thank you for coming in. No problem at all. Now Anytime you... I get an invitation, I'll accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when there's werewolves involved. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now, before we get started, Brian, uh, uh, we the reason I asked you to be on this episode was because you're a bit of a horror guy. I am. Yeah, I'm about as big of a horror guy as you can get, really. Ed, not so much, which is why I'm in this chair, and he is not. Um, but yeah, I had not even heard of this movie until you had mentioned it, so I was glad that you said something because it came up on my radar, and I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one because ever since like I saw the trailer for it, I'm like, oh, it's like comedy and werewolves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of more comedy than horror. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a point I was gonna make too. Like there was a couple things like I was like, oh, Andrew, see, it's setting us up for a jump scare. And yeah. then he he tried to be like, ah, and I was like, you didn't get me. And then he looked at the TV and the jump scare happened. And then he was like, ah, I was like, hey, you weren't paying attention. Yeah, they they uh, touched the line of horror sometimes, yeah. but like you, I would. Definitely definitely classify it more as a comedy but still entertaining nonetheless yeah i don't i don't feel bad that i watched it no i enjoyed it yeah this movie was based off of a 2016 ubisoft game which was mainly played for vr i don't know if brian you're familiar with that a little bit yeah i admittedly haven't played it but um after watching some trailers some gameplay it looked like something where it's not even like a big game, you sit around a campfire, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone that you have to have a VR headset right. and you all sit together yeah. and you all have to. There's a board game like this, I'm pretty sure. It's pretty much you have conversations with each other and you're trying to figure out who the werewolf is. It's actually funny you mention that because Ed, me, he had a party at his house and his brother-in-law, Nick, was pretty drunk. And uh, I had a huge beard and hair down to like my spine at this point. And he couldn't figure out who the werewolf was. So halfway through, he's like, you're a fucking werewolf. Look at you. You look like a fucking werewolf. He's transforming. <laughs> and as I was watching this movie, that's all I could think you could about just was think that board game. Yeah. You can hear him in the back of your mind be like, you're the werewolf. <laughs> yeah. You're the fucking werewolf. And Andrew, to your point about like werewolf board game, like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of games like that. And I think I remember actually playing with Ed and uh, Corbett. A game where it was like you're guessing who the spy was kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And like asking each other's questions. And, you know, I was the spy and I won because no one could guess I was the spy. Because <laughs> I played poker. So I got to Oh, I played that game. It's, like, this- it's not. I, I'm thinking like I spy, but that is not it. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's something more clever. It's the same premise. You're trying to figure out like. Yeah, who, exactly. It's a whodunit. Who yeah. It's like it? Clue, but it's a card game. 
which is what I, I liked about this movie. Uh, now, before we dive in, I also want to ask, like, is there any, you're also a gamer, so oh yeah, I know you stream as well, and if you want, you can plug your stream. Yeah, I mean, I'm not streaming so much right now. We're posting Let's Play videos on the YouTube channel. I saw you, that. Yeah, if you go to fandomatrandom.com, you can find everything, podcast, YouTube, that good stuff. Um, but mostly Let's Plays right now. I just finished up Resident Evil 8, and I think I'm going to be starting on God of War 3 soon. So, oh, hell yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's my, one of my favorite games. I I know it's old, but I'm like, you know what? The God of War so fan oh, is out there. They remastered it. And so they remastered it. really good. Yeah. I haven't played the remastered version yet, so yeah. I figured, why not? Did you play the 2018 God of oh, War? Oh, yeah. I played oh, it like yeah. three times. Oh, me too. <laughs> Dad of War. <laughs> yeah. That was one of those games where I'm like, oh, I guess I got the Platinum Trophy, and I'm like, I want to play it again. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that, that game... Um, that's the reason I wanted a PlayStation 3 when I got my PlayStation 3, and that was, like, the first fucking game I played. Me too. Uh, and uh, so you played God of War 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've played so, all of them yeah. over and over again. That so. <laughs> fucking beginning when he's, like, on the Titans and they're climbing yes. Mount Olympus. So it's such One a of the fucking... best intros to a video game I think I could ever say. Oh, well, yeah, they I definitely know. paid off how they ended the second game yes. on such an epic thing where it's just like, all right, Titans, let's go fuck up Mount <laughs> Olympus. I'm like, they can't just pick it up from there. Nope. And they fucking picked yeah, it up from there. Not only picked it up, but, like, perfected it. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, so yes, I'm oh, a gamer. Yeah. Love gaming, all things gaming and horror. Hmm. So, uh, what besides Resident Evil Eight? Is there any other um, or Resident Evil in general? I assume you're a Resident Evil fan. Is yes. is there any other horror games that you were a big fan of? Um, Silent Hill for yep. sure. Uh, That's a series I really want to get into. Yeah. I played a little bit of the the remastered of the second one, but yeah. I heard the first one's the best. It's it, like the anti Resident Evil, where definitely. Resident Evil is more you're active and shooting and scrounging for you know resources and ammo. This is just like your guy like barely can shoot yeah. anything because he's just a guy. Atmosphere and suspense. Atmosphere, for sure. suspense, yeah. body um, horror, uh, it, minimal puzzles. Like, it could really do with the Resident Evil treatment where we need a new game that. Is, it, is up to the quality that we expect from the franchise. But yeah, and the only other one that I've played recently is Outlast, and I didn't even make it through the first game because as a horror fan, that scared the shit out of me so much that Outlast? I couldn't finish it. Yeah, what? you actually don't have weapons, guns, nothing. You just see through a camcorder. Yes, you have a camcorder, and you investigate and run away. Yeah, yeah. I I already checked out of never wanting to play that game as soon as you said no weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no Fuck way of that. fighting, which yeah. makes it it. it Admittedly, much more fun to play for horror fans. Yep. For me, I was like, no, I'm okay. I'll duck out of this one. Yeah, it's more like <laughs> hiding and running and, you know, yes. evading people and oh. trying to figure out how to get around them. You know, saving the battery on your camcorder because the night vision only lasts so long unless you find other batteries. Like, yeah, super tense game. That kind of reminds me of, uh, which is a completely different game. Um, oh, what the fuck is it? I just been playing it. Um, Undertale. Where to get the true ending, you don't want to. It's a RPG uh, turn style fight. Not really. The fighting style is different. But to when you want to kill nobody, yes. but you have to have interactions with things and trying to find out how not to kill things without hmm. dying. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, you try to get through battles without actually killing stuff to get because when you get to the end of the game, they basically are just like, oh yeah, no, you're the bad guy. Like <laughs> you're not supposed. We yeah. don't kill people. None right. of the things you found were monsters. So that's right? that's what it finds reminds me of it. And I I did get all the way to the end of that, but just not being able to defend yourself and attack. Yeah. That's just uh That's I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Now, are are we a werewolf fan, both of you? This is a question for both of you. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite memories is watching the original American Werewolves in London with my dad. Back That's one the of the best best. And yeah. I, I and I brought it up today when we were watching Werewolves Within because there is a werewolf transformation scene, and I was like, that holds no candle to a movie that came out in like seventy eight, nope. like to eighty, like it doesn't hold a candle. And that was practical effects, and this is like blurry CGI yeah. in the background. I was like, nah. I was very Still much hoping up. for a good transformation from this movie. Yeah. But oh, you hit it on the head with American Werewolf in London. That one. Is, so I'm not a huge werewolf fan, but movies for sure. American Werewolf in London and then Silver Bullet from Stephen King was my werewolf mo- movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that one also has a great werewolf uh, practical effects. Yeah. So, um yeah, and then Wolfman, of course, Universal Monsters. Oh, yeah, so, classic. Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself... I'm more of like a zombie uh, slasher-type horror fan. Werewolves, I haven't been a huge fan of, but I'm, I don't hate them. I would say I'm kind of the similar to, like... Um, but if I was going to throw down va- vampires or werewolves, I would definitely go werewolves, even though yeah. it, it just they're a little bit more uncontrollable. I just hate the whole... I don't know, vampires. Like, <laughs> like I think Blade kind of ruined it for me when they're just like, we're ravers and yeah. we, we just drink. Granted, it was a blood rave. There's very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> few movies that can um really capture what a vampire has the potential of being. And I think Near Dark and uh, there was another one, uh, Dog Soldiers are two. Nope, that was a werewolf movie. Sorry, Near Dark vampire say, movie. Dog Soldier was, sounds like a, vamp- yeah. a werewolf movie. Near Dark was amazing, and then Lost Boys, of course. Yeah, yeah. Lost Boys is fucking awesome. See, yeah. what are we talking? Come on now, mm-hmm. give give that movie a little credit. Probably De- also the best a female oh, yeah. has ever oh, looked Destil- in the entire you know existence. Yep. Salma Hayek as that stripper. Oh, good lord, <laughs> that's the best a female has ever looked. I think of all time. See, I, I think agree. I yeah. think I like when they don't overdo uh, vampires. Yes. So you know, I I haven't like seen the movie, but. But I will say one of my favorite books by Stephen King is Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good take on his kind of like uh, Dracula tale. Yes. It was more like, if I'm not mistaken, Nosferatu, right? Yes. Bald, big teeth. That's pretty yeah. much what he was going for. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that was like the ancient vampire, but just like the thought of like the town being taken over. Yeah. But it, it also really ma- made me think of like The Simpsons because then The Simpsons <laughs> do something like that for like a Treehouse of Horror <laughs> thing. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if it boils down to it, I'd say werewolves over vampires. And yeah, you could call me a fan. <laughs> but I'm the same way. Slasher and zombies are more interesting to me where werewolves are all right. I will say my favorite werewolf is probably the werewolf from uh, Monster Squad. <laughs> there you go. Wolfman as Nards? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. We literally Josh were talking about that earlier, and that's what I said. So I was like, I'm going to let someone else yeah. say it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I love that. I actually just rewatched it like a month and a half ago. Oh, it's so it's good. one of my favorite movies. I haven't seen it in years, but um, my buddy Joe Meganaro, who is part of that horror podcast I was telling you about, uh, um, The Horror Squad, check them out. They also did Werewolves Within. Oh, yeah. But yep. make sure you listen to this first. Uh, <laughs> Even though theirs came out like a week ago, <laughs> you better not have listened to it. Right? Yeah, right. Um, 
we whenever we had sleep, like neighborhood sleepovers, that would we'd watch Monster Squad every oh, time. And it's it. so fucking good. It's got everything. Emotion, humor. It's it actually a little scary at sometimes. It's like too, the Goonies know? meets horror. Yep. And it's oh, it's so they good. They better not remake that movie ever. Uh, no, I will burn you know it they're to the going ground. to. Come on, they're they're remaking fucking everything. Yeah, eventually, they're, they'll get to it. They're yeah. doing the monsters. I know with Rob Zombie. I'm I'm a Rob Zombie fan. Love me or hate me or love him or hate him. I will always love Rob Zombie. I don't know why. And I'm excited to see what he does with it. I just hope they don't do like a House of a Thousand Corpses type thing and they stick to the sitcom. That's what I'm hoping to. Make it like Adam's Family, like the first one. Like make it something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't mind his Halloween movies. I didn't like them better than I liked the original. But I did really like how Michael Myers was fucking brutal yeah and, like he doesn't just stab someone once you just see him like yeah like and the, 50 times the grunts someone. and yeah. like you can tell he's angry see the horror community absolutely hates rob zombies halloweens yeah. i will always stick up for them purists. But, um yeah exactly and as long as he doesn't go the white trash route and like you said keeps it to the source material which i think he's capable of so if he does it i think he'll pull it off yeah. yeah, and I think the Halloween Rob Zombie ones are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Sam Stair, also from the Horror Squad podcast, was kind of like, her favorite movie's Halloween, and I was like, do you like the Rob Zombie ones? And I was actually shocked, because I <laughs> thought she was going to say she hated them, yeah. but she was like, I actually love them. Wow. And she's like, but I get a lot of shit for it, because, yep. you know. Yeah, again, it's just this day and age where we have people that are, you know, our age that have to be like, well, uh, I don't like that because I like the original. It's yeah. Like, dude, you can like both. You and can I, love both. You can find value in, in anything. And really. while Michael Myers in 1978 was scary as hell, he's not very scary in the original these days compared yeah. to what comes out. The, Rob Zombie had to do something to up the level of, uh, you know, the horror, fear, horror, horror and fear, Michael yeah. Myers. Yeah. And the only way to do that was make him seven foot fucking seven and Huge. have him be an unstoppable force physically rather than just it makes sense you know? though yeah it makes yeah. more sense it does him yeah. busting through walls and shit yeah though the second one and spoiler alert if nobody's seen it it's not him no it's yeah it's the if it wasn't called halloween that would be a great slasher movie but they very much take the michael myers aspect well didn't they do that with high tension yeah so yep. that was kind of like the same thing but that kind of made sense because that girl was kind of she was fit yeah. where Jamie Lee's character, which was not Jamie Lee, whatever her name was. Scout Taylor Compton. Uh, she was tiny. Yes. And in the yeah. second one, I recall her ripping through walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She I think she was so more angry. falling through them. She did rip through one or two, though, too. So, well, yeah. if she was supposed to be Mike Myers, like, you know, that yeah. it just made it, it made no sense. I hear you. Absolutely. So <laughs> what did you think of? Um, and we won't go too much on a tangent on Halloween. But what do you think of um, what's his fucking name from like super bad? It's my cat's birthday. Uh, he did the recent uh, Michael Myers movies. Um, the Halloween. I always forget his name. Oh. He's down and down. Oh, He's Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Wait, he was in Superbad? No, not Superbad. I lied. Oh, no, Pineapple Express. Was... Pineapple Express. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jesus. I was like trying to think of the quote. I'm like, fuck. I just saw that movie like a month ago. But he's got. He did the new Mike Meyer, the new Halloween one that came out a couple years ago, and he's got two more coming out. One that uh, the trailer just released. So, 
Hold on. I'm a little confused. Are you saying he directed it? Yes. Or he wrote it. Okay. Because it was, it was one of two. I was going to say Halloween 2018. Surprisingly, I didn't know that. I know he didn't direct it. He wrote it. But you're right. I yeah, think Rob he was Zombie a writer on them, there. right? And John Carpenter yeah. came back yeah. for it as well. And so, he's writing. He's help writing the next two. Right. Now, I loved and hated it. So I think it definitely brought it back to its roots. And Michael Myers, while not physically imposing, was back to being terrifying again. And the story was kind of just, all right, it was all right, you know? They told, like, that's the thing with new things nowadays. They're like, we want to keep it the same, and people want Jamie Lee Curtis, and how can we do this? Yeah. It's like, oh, that those things never happen. They're not right. related. Those The movies were real. They were really movies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The one thing that bothered me the most is... They took away the sibling factor by erasing all the sequels. And that makes the motivation for Jamie Lee's PTSD in the movie make no sense at all. Yeah. Because while it's messed up what happened to her in the first movie, it's not messed up enough for 30 years later for her to become a doomsday prepper just for the day Mike Myers returns, you know? And then she hasn't seen him come back five or six (laughs) times already. Exactly. So the PTSD aspect kind of didn't make sense in that. Uh, storyline, but otherwise I think it did what it set out to do. Yeah. Especially like when, you know, it seems like she had a family, you would think that would have gone over it. It would make sense if maybe they were like, he broke out once and killed her husband or yes. something like that. Yeah. They could have, they could have retconned it to make more sense, but it's also kind of around that time where it's like, Hey, let's bring back all those like old school lead female characters from yeah. the eighties because it's like, Oh, that new Terminator movie. <laughs> oh, we're going to get Linda Hamilton back. And now this yeah. movie we're going to get that's Jamie true. Lee Curtis back. And, yeah, that's a good point. But I pe- didn't even realize that. People loved it, though, you know? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so Werewolves Within. A snowstorm traps a town residents together inside a local inn where newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecily must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. Sorry, I just kind of jumped right into it. Yeah, you did, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Segway King. <laughs> I was like, wow, off the top of his head, this Here sounds like go. a boss. <laughs> The release date for this movie was June 16th with minimal release in theaters and was set to stream, I believe, July 6th. Uh, the director, Josh Rubin, uh, was based on the Ubisoft Werewolves Within and had a budget of $6.5 million. Oh, that's not bad. Wow. That's not a lot, actually. Yeah. And uh, Ubisoft, definitely, yeah, they were the production company for this, which is kind of nice when you hear. Um, yeah, the budget makes sense. Because yeah. a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns, a lot of cutaways. And for a rated R movie, I thought that was a little tame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Every single death was off screen. Yeah. Every death, every werewolf death, excuse me, was off yeah. screen. The goriest part I'm remembering is when uh, the guy gets his hand taken off, right? Yeah. Just bitten half, off. Bitten. That, that was the budget yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they, they showed it at a distance. Artists. Yeah. And then they wrapped it in cloth for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And the bloodiest <laughs> part of that scene was them using like a ketchup bottle to squirt the ketchup on his face. You know? <laughs> you know like, oh, no, that's right. exactly what they did. <laughs> yeah. I saw her. Yeah. Eat a hot dog. Yeah. That was kind of the one of the biggest negative points for me is when i watch a horror movie even if it's a horror like a comedy based horror movie yes you want to see some of the violence and i know what they were doing they wanted to you know not let us see what was actually going on to keep the mystery up to like hey who is actually the werewolf is there more than one is it just one is there even a werewolf 
but a lot of people having off-screen deaths seems very cheap to me in a horror movie. Yes, definitely. And I mean, it in a comedy horror, the gore is really what's going to bring that horror element yep. to it. Take Tucker and Dale versus Evil, for oh instance. Oh, my God. So oh, one that's of fucking... the best horror comedies I've ever seen, and they go full out on the gore, and it the only... The wood chipper. Yeah, it only <laughs> oh, makes God, that no! movie he 20 times better. You know what I mean? So Such a great duo cast, too. Um, yes. I forgot the two main guys, but... It's the guy from Firefly, and... Yeah. Um... Who's blowing up right now with uh, Alien, it, Resident it, Alien. Resident Alien, Good yeah. show. I've yep. s- I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, but it's really good. Not yet. And he was in Doom Patrol too, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of roles right oh, now. Yeah. He's so good. But that movie was just amazing. And then yeah. the gore on top of it was like the cherry on That's top. That's a perfect example yeah. of comedy horror done well. Keeping the horror, giving us gore. But there's still a lot of comedy because of how ridiculous what's the things going on are. In this movie, it it is very funny at times. But I, it seemed there was a lot of awkward delivery comedy yeah yeah like awkward people like weird unique people saying weird unique things yes. that are funny because they're just like what, what the fuck that's not how like a normal human talks <laughs> right yeah i couldn't tell if it was bad acting or if it was the way um that it was written but yeah i mean it could just be bad acting but i don't know like these are a lot of them like we already said they're just unknown people yeah yeah it was a unique way of writing because i actually made a note there's a couple one-liners where i actually laughed really loud because of how awkward it was and one of those was everyone shut your stupid horn models and listen to this and (laughs) i I was like fucking love that (laughs) that came way out of nowhere but because of that it was pretty funny (laughs) which was harvard heart left which was Harvey Gillian, if you're not familiar with yep. um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. I knew he was from that. I still haven't seen what Dude, we do. I didn't so, recognize him. And yeah. I finally just yeah, saw the movie off. that that show is based off of. The movie, the show, fucking unbelievable. Yeah, yep. Taiga Wantiti. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, right. My but favorite I, scene from that from that movie is when they're in they're doing like the Vampire Council and like Wesley Snipes is on like Skype and like Paul Rubens is Oh, that's there. from the show, but yeah. Wait, that's from the show? Yes. Oh, okay. I showed you a show, but it's funny that you bring that up because uh, three to where Taika Waititi's there, those three vampires that the, those are the two he's with. They're reprising their lo- their role from the characters they play in the movie. That's right. okay. That's because I've yeah. seen clips from their like Taika Waititi and those other characters. Uh, wait, are some of them from Flight of the Concords? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the guy that uh, Jermaine. I'm terrible Something. with names. Yeah. But what what Josh was setting up before I interrupted, I'm sorry, Josh, uh, was like they got a bunch of actors who played uh, vampires in different things to reprise their role as the council. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And Wesley Snipes is on Skype. They're like, he's not allowed to be here because he's only half vampire. (laughs) Tilda Swinton is like the the leader or something. Just like Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens, yeah. That's amazing. I have to really dig into that show. Uh, Dude, once you start watching it, you'll get hooked. It's... Mm. It's so good. I've never seen anything like it. You know, just yeah, a mockumentary with says. vampires. It's so, and the writing is just so good. Yeah. I also cool. just like Matt Barry. That guy's a fantastic actor. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the IT crowd. No, I've, oh, okay. I've seen a few episodes, but I haven't actually watched through it yet. Yeah. It's 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 very good, but there, there's a couple well known people in here. Uh, Sam Richardson, yep. Uh, he's in the Detroiters. He's also in. I th- was it? I think you should leave. 
uh, that comedy skit show based on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And he also just uh, started in a Chris Pratt movie, uh, Tomorrow War. So he's oh. got kind of like um, a lot of things coming out right now. I actually no- just saw him in the Tomorrow War a few How days ago. How was that? It was actually really good. If you don't think about it too much, you could pick it apart if you really wanted to <laughs> with the time travel and everything else. But if you don't think into it too much, take it for what it is, like a popcorn flick with a lot of action. I loved it. And Sam Richardson was actually just as funny, all if I, not funnier. In that all movie. I've heard people talking about is how fucking prison jacked J.K. Simmons got for that role. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, really? He is, isn't it too? He, he is yeah. cut out of stone in that movie. It's insane. I think, yeah. He, he looks like Kratos, kind of. He's got the crazy. beard. The bald head, Shit. and he's fucking cut, man. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think he started doing that when he was like fifty, because he was like, "Okay, well, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll do like some superhero thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he got the the Omni Man voice role, and he was like, you know what? Maybe I will get cut like a superhero just in <laughs> yeah. case. Or he just wanted to take better care of himself because he's like fifty something. Yeah, one way or the other, it worked out for him. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch Tomorrow War because this is podcast fast food. Yeah, fat fatty like me listen to fast food podcast <laughs> called Doughboys, and mike mitchell is in the tomorrow war and oh, he talks about really? it all the time he's a fat guy looks like this. oh yeah yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. i just squinted my Dude, eyes yeah, you he looked did. exactly for a second like him you know it's so funny just the face you made yeah it's honestly check it out i can't recommend it enough i got i got i gotta see it but also in this movie we have um you know i said harvey gillian we have uh chien jackson who you might know from american horror story he was also in 30 rock which i forgot till josh reminded me michaela Watkins from the show casual um again glenn fleischer who i didn't even recognize is this Uh, are you familiar with the show barry Brian. Um, no, but I know who you're talking about, and I'm trying to figure out where, where I've seen him before, and I think it was Billions that I've seen him in. Oh, yeah, I've I think never he's also s- been in Billions. That's yeah. with uh, Paul Giamatti, right? Yes, yeah. and I think that's where I recognized him from, but Barry I have not seen, no. He looks so young as Emerson Flint in this. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, that's not him. That's going to be a <laughs> younger dude. Wait, the guy that was like the hunter guy? Yeah. Yeah, he was also the, the big fat guy in Joker who gets his eye stabbed out. Yep, that's oh, that's yeah. right. Yep. Huh. And then we get a couple like, you know, I I I only know Sarah Burns as the annoying date that uh Jason Segel goes on in I Love You Man. <laughs> he he pulled that reference out. I'm like, dude, I saw that movie once. Yeah. Because everyone know, remembers I remember the, Paul Rudd, yeah. Jason Segel, and Rush. <laughs> that's yeah, really yeah I know, right? Those I've, three things. I've seen that movie so many times. I love I love you, man. I love, I love you, man. It's a good flick. And I, I was honestly what drew me to this movie after you mentioned it was Milena Vaintrub from which I was just yeah. about to get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, the AT and T girl. I've she, had. She's a, pretty good. You know, I have no fear of saying that I have a major crush on her. I've told my girlfriend this as well, <laughs> and to see her in a lot more stuff lately. She was in This Is Us. Um, oh, she was. Yeah. I didn't see. Everyone says that show is good. I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah it was. It, all right. It's kind of one of those shows where you're like, hey, do you want to cry every episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to watch. I had to stop watching it. But yeah, so she's been in a lot more stuff. And then when I saw she was in this, I'm like, all right, cool. She I'm was good in this. Yeah, yeah, she was really good. She I played. So. She played the awkward 
lead female role. Uh, she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that, like how she's <clears throat> sick of people over sexualizing her. And then as soon as we said that, there was a scene where she's just I was dancing gonna, around in a fucking tank. I top. was going to say in the middle of a snowstorm <laughs> in snow country, they find a way to get her out of a snow yes. jacket and oh, into yeah. a tight tank top. Yeah. Uh, and okay. dancing. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess now, like, cause she got a, like a lot of people messaging her, mm-hmm. um, asking a lot of it i read too that she was saying that people really wanted to see her feet <laughs> and like we're just sending aggressive violent shit being like i want to do this to your body so and freaking weird and man. now she like directs the at&t commercials and makes sure that her character's like wearing so many clothes yeah, because yeah. she doesn't even want her figure to show that's so it's kind of funny because up in this movie there's one scene where like it focuses on her feet for a second it's, uh, <laughs> i was gonna say those people are really gonna love that oh, scene i haven't yeah. when that happened i'm like and jerk off now like, <laughs> right? Andrew. There, oh my there's God. actually something before you showed up josh and i was waiting to tell you this ne- till now there's something really fucked up i found when i was looking up information on her there's a lot of photos of her being pregnant and i was like oh is she pregnant huh. and i looked up online and that during one of the interviews she's in she's getting sick of people asking if she's pregnant because of all these photos of her being largely pregnant <laughs> they're all from pregnant fetish sites they just deep fake her face so people have been just like making her look pregnant and her like (laughs) sexy photos and shit like that like whatever they can find it's so fucked i feel bad right it's like dude she's just because she has big boobs doesn't mean she's pregnant yeah no it doesn't but i guess if you're going for a deep fake the big boobs really work well in that aspect well they also some people get off on the whole women being pregnant thing so that's what they're doing they're like oh she's hot it's it's easy to forget when these female celebrities are on tv and shit saying listen it's disgusting men suck blah 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 it's easy to forget what they actually have to deal with oh yeah stuff like that like weird people sitting outside their apartments getting hundred times lenses to take pictures of her fucking feet or finding out where they live yeah pictures of i can't sending them messages of like hey you looked good today it's like oh cool i guess i have to move thank you (laughs) or or being like boomhauer and pretending you're working at a shoe store and putting people's shoes on it's like all right you're not boomhauer you're al bundy a fucking weirdo (laughs) but anyway She's a very attractive yeah. girl, and I thought her acting chops in this were better than I expected. It. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Her and the lead female, uh, lead male actor, they really worked well comedically yes. off each other. Yeah. Um, and just her, her mannerisms were really, really good. Just mm-hmm. a lot, like she, yeah, I, she can do. She can. She's more than just the AT and T. Yeah, she nailed the balance between you know quirky and um a character to take seriously kind of you know mm-hmm. so yeah no i appreciated it and I, I again sam richardson yes i felt like he was very perfect in in was in he this the, movie the black guy yes oh, okay the the uh too Finn. nice happy-go-lucky you know oh heavens to betsy <laughs> I, I did love um, at the guy. end where he's like because yeah. th- we called it when they went to the axe throwing place i'm like Later on, someone's mm-hmm. going to be throwing axes at werewolf or werewolves. Yes. And then when that happened and he's just like, balls, balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's hilarious. I did like that he still sucked at throwing axes. <laughs> and then he got a bullseye on the regular dartboard and he was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, right? It, yeah. It, they, they went a little too far with the humor, but when it landed, it landed well. Yeah. You know? I um, think the super unique and awkward characters 
it that that's an angle. Yes. So like like uh cringe humor is a big like Nathan for you and those shows where oh, they like geez. interview people but pr- they're they're acting like completely normal but they're asking them really fucked up stuff <laughs> yeah like the like the like, almost like the borats and stuff like that like that's an angle and yeah. this movie kind of had that like awkward angle to it not like necessarily cringe but um with this one fortunately a lot of it actually worked and was funny yeah definitely i thought uh did anybody have like a particular character that they really enjoyed um i can definitely say that one that surprised me that wasn't great throughout the whole movie, but when he threw out these one-liners, I couldn't help but laugh, was the guy who played Marcus. His name's George Basil. He's like the white trash <laughs> meth guy. White, yeah, white trash meth guy. There was one line he threw out. Or like the girl said something. He's like, oh, you're really funny, babe. <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, he's like, before this werewolf comes in and eats our asses and fucks our skulls. We need to get out of here. I'm like, what the what the hell? I fucking loved that. Yeah, it was so out of nowhere and he delivered it so good. So if I had to pick one besides the two main characters, it'd be him for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked him and uh, his girlfriend there, Gwen, played by Sarah Burns. I thought she, they were both really good. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're about to get storm fucked. <laughs> yeah, everyone's saying storm fucked. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was a New England town, wasn't it? Vermont. Yeah, was in Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Is Vermont New England or is that yeah. part of the tri-state? No, Vermont's, no, New, Vermont's England, New England. Right? Okay. I think That's one of those ones where I'm not totally sure. I think Vermont <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, uh, too bad Connecticut's we all don't have not. smartphones yeah. or computers on our hip. <laughs> I know, right? To look it up. Andrew's sitting in front of a computer. They're like, nah, <laughs> we got to go to the library, guys. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite character, I want to say, was uh, Trish, Michaela Watkins' character. Mm-hmm. I just loved how obnoxious she was making fun of that like suburban Republican type yeah. wife. Yeah. It's Antifa. <laughs> yeah. Someone messed with our sign. It's that Antifa. You yep. have Antifa where you came from? <laughs> just like you would think like you would be annoyed by her, but just the way she delivered like, um, they killed Chachi. She's actually really good at delivering the awkward cringe humor type shit yeah. that she, everything she's in. She oh, does yeah. that well, you know, um, I didn't, I seen like a couple episodes of casual, but I know her as more of like a character actor in other things. Yes. And she, like you said, always plays like the, the really awkward person, yeah. but nails it. Yeah. Josh, who was your, uh, you have a favorite? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like the the white trash people, the two of them both together. They worked super well together, yeah. just being like, just fucking gems. You're so smart, <laughs> babe, points the gun at her. Like, you're <laughs> so, I so love smart. You, you're so smart. You're yeah. like, it's just a tiny purse gun. It's just a purse gun. And can we just mention while we're at it, the scene where they all pull out guns was done oh, very well. Like, whose bag is like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. America, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking American, man, love it. And they all like... I'm packing bits of teensy. And Melena Vaintrub just kind of looks not at the camera, but almost at the camera and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like everyone in this room has a gun right now. Does a Jim Halpert. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. But, and then how the white trash people take the wife takes the husband out at the end. Spoiler. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That what? was pretty funny. I knew he was going to get hit though. There's never like, yeah, that, there's so never obvious. no, way you can make it obvious this these yeah. days that someone's gonna get hit by a car right. like as soon as they walk i'm like oh someone's gonna run him over yeah people yeah. people yelling at the main characters as they back up into mm-hmm. the street 
is always going to give you that final destination feeling I was, where you're like, a bus <clears throat> is going to hit that person or something's going to hit that person. I was going to say the last time that ever caught me off guard was Final Destination, and it scared the shit out of me in, yeah. the, in the theater. But since then, you're right. You can yeah. always tell by the angle, the monologue, whatever. It's happening. It's mostly <laughs> just, at this point, it's just the music, too. Like when they first uh, him and the or I'm just going to say AT&T girl <laughs> uh, go to that guy's hut to like get him to like, hey, will you trap this beast for us? And they're like, you hear like the the score come up like mm, yeah. and they're like leaning towards the window. I was like, Andrew, there's a jump scare coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came. Yeah, definitely. Now, who did you guys think who done it like? I, I honestly, I'll just admit that I the biggest thing I appreciated about this movie is that it kept me guessing. Yeah. And I kept changing what I thought was going to happen. Like at first I was like, OK, there is a werewolf. And then when they were t they were all together, I was like, well, maybe everyone's a werewolf except for the main character. And then at one point I was like, well, maybe there aren't any fucking werewolves whatsoever. And then, of course, it was one werewolf at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed that I didn't know what was going on. So yeah, I'm not gonna say I thought anyone was werewolf because I don't. I just I didn't know. I yeah, I mean, I probably have to agree. You know, I made some wild guesses at the beginning. I'm like, oh, maybe them, maybe the AT and T girl. But it kept changing up the yeah. idea you had in your head. And um, uh, while I was watching it towards the third act, I started getting this feeling. If you guys are Twilight Zone fans. There's a episode called Monsters. The newer Ad one or the older uh, it's one? It's an old one, black and white. I remember I saw it in elementary school. They showed it in a class. Monsters are due on Maple Street. The whole idea is that aliens or something, they lose power on the street, right? This is back in the 60s. And everyone starts turning on each other. And they end up killing somebody by the end of the episode because everyone's paranoia and fear gets the best of them. That's what I started getting, you know, vibes out of this movie about. And I was kind of hoping towards the end that there would never be a werewolf at all. And it was kind of a message about how people's fear and paranoia can get the best of them and can only make things worse. Or like <clears throat> maybe the werewolves within are what's really dangerous. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, right? As corny as it sounds, in. it would have been different, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it would have been cool callback to the Twilight Zone era, but, you know. We did find out who the werewolf was, and I don't. The spin was a little. It was good. Who but yeah. was? Spoiler alert! <laughs> it was uh, Cecily. Yes. Yeah. Who <laughs> actually? Girl. Actually, that's who. Like, and not to be like, oh yeah, because I knew like. That's kind of who I pinpointed at the beginning because they were very. I feel like forceful about it to make you think like, oh, they want you to think it's her because like even the way that she was kind of just like very sexual and yeah. like. You know, already like, oh, I like you and pushing, yeah. pushing that. I'm like, wait a minute. They just met and yeah. she's like upset. And, um, you yeah, know, we even said something. Sorry to interrupt. We said something right when that first happened. We we're like, they just met. Why is she mad? That, yeah, like, he didn't it was a little off putting. Yeah, but, but it's happened. like it. I liked how later they explained like that's her plan plan that's how she got yeah uh janine's husband out being yeah. like oh i like you let's run away together <laughs> and then um this it, you know especially when they were at emerson's place and she finds the collar i'm like that's a little too on the nose yeah. it's definitely not him but i think it's her i think she planted it but again i was like no because like movies these days they want you to like 
think you know constantly like i don't know have you seen knives out not yet oh it's so good i know that's another one and that movie i thought i had it like and i was completely wrong yeah and i thought that's what i was getting with this but the fact that it ended up turning out what it was and then it was her i kind of felt stupid because i retracted it i'm Mm -hmm. like it's no way it's cecily it's the two hillbilly couple Yeah. yeah who i thought it was because they just had like this quirkiness to them for a minute i did too it and I'd have to say probably like a half an hour, 45 minutes before the movie ended, I started getting a feeling, okay, Cecily's starting to become a little suspect. And um, then they threw me off of it again. I'm like, all right, you know what? Never mind. Then when everyone started dying, I'm like, oh, oh these two are all left. Yep, it's her, <laughs> you know. it. But at the beginning, I thought the same thing. And then I'm like, nope, no way it's her. It, they did a good job at switching your uh, suspicions up on you all the time. Once he said, though, it could be everybody, I was kind of like, huh. Yeah. Like, you know. I toyed with that idea for a minute. I'm like, that would be really cool. And then I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, it doesn't seem like they have the balls to do that. (laughs) Or the budget. Because they'd have to transform, what was it, eight people towards the end, the middle of the movie. They killed a lot of people off screen. They could just transform off screen, too. That's true, too, yeah. True. I I do kind (laughs) of wish that they did go the idea there was no werewolf, because I did like when we see, uh, what it was, Marcus with the knives on his fingers. Mm -hmm. And it would have been cool if they had, like, a couple people murdered when we actually see them get murdered or see their bodies. Because we don't even see uh, the Dave's body. The right. husband, like yeah, yeah you barely true. see it. Yeah. yeah, no, the and when um, country lady there, you know, oh, what's her name again? Quirky uh, older lady. Oh, um, Trish. Uh, Trish. Trish. Yeah, Chachi. when she stabs the guy in the neck with the maple drip, it, we don't see any. We see a little splutter of butt, but that's it. They cut away, and then, like you said, the hand where it gets eaten off. They didn't show barely anything. I was very disappointed in that. I actually thought that hands part um what's her name her gwen i thought maybe she transformed back and started shooting him <laughs> that's i, like, I, I thought like, that down the, she's down the hall they're quick <laughs> yeah i was like i don't uh, i don't think so i man. thought so for a second too but yeah and then that was actually a really funny part too because <laughs> oh no he's fine he just got bit he's no he shot too and he's like oh shit <laughs> uh uh, they definitely threw in some like political undertones with this about guns and women and but I don't think it was heavy handed no. enough to be annoying. But that one part where they're like they really drove home how stupid it was for everyone in the house to have a gun. and They just threw them all yeah. out the window. <laughs> well, know? they also had the whole thing with the pipeline. Yeah. And all that shit, yeah. which we're kind of dealing with a little in, bit, you know, yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't go too heavy handed with it, but it was kind of obvious. It was too. more to like throw you off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were some characters, I believe, that didn't need to be in this. Uh, uh, like Sam Parker, I guess the pipeline guy. I still don't understand why he was forcing the pipeline, but then also hunted werewolves. <laughs> no, he just said he was a hunter. By but why sport. do he have silver arrows? Like I don't think he did. They never established I, that silver. I don't remember them establishing that. They yeah. look silver, though. They it was were just arrows. I, I just remember him. He had grenades, too. I the mean, fact that he had a flask the size of a big gulp. I was like, oh, what just- the fuck? <laughs> Dude. Some of the funniest po- points were like when they go down like early in the morning because someone's screw because uh, the lady's dog dies and he's just sitting there pouring into his yeah. mug and he keeps pouring more and more into the mug. And the neck of the thing is the size of a handle bottle. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's a flask. Like, that's you know, what you you're get. a redneck. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? like, you're an alcoholic if you get that one. But <laughs> yeah. you're right. His 
besides the standoff at the end, he seemed a little his, unnecessary. His role was yeah. to be the antagonist for all of the characters that didn't agree with them so that we thought, oh, maybe he is taking out these people because they don't want the pipeline. Yeah. And he yeah. already said it's going in there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's and, a good point. and him and uh, Dr. Jane Ellis, oh, who's yeah. played by pointless. Rebecca Hand- Henderson, like she she didn't need to be she there. Was yeah, we had to. Est- we didn't need somebody to establish that medically it's not possible. It's a werewolf movie. We know it's not yeah. possible. Yeah. You don't need a doctor we, to say that and then just off herself or to hammer the never, nail. They like, never confirmed whether she offed herself or the guy killed her either. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, uh, I was hoping for an answer on that, but okay. It was just kind of weird because it kind of seemed like uh, um, Parker's character changed after that, but mm-hmm. more of like um, when he figured out it was a werewolf, he's like, okay, now I'm not pipeline guy. Mm-hmm. I am hunter guy. Yeah. He played two roles, I guess. Yeah. They yeah. were like, ah, oh, fuck, we can't hire somebody else. Let's just turn him into the hunter. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but the, I, well, the, you need a hunter in these type of movies. Like, I, I was waiting for somebody. First, I thought maybe he was, like, pretending with the pipeline and shit just to hunt. But that whole wrap-up at the end was a little confusing. Because, like, yeah. one, why was she pitching, trying to pitch everyone against each other without... She could have just killed them all. They were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. She's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and why no, put pitch everybody? I think it. They tried to drive home like, oh, people just suck, and I'm miserable, and I like playing games with people because they suck. Yeah, but they didn't really drive nice. it home good enough. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just, also, if you just start offing people, maybe they and they re- somehow realize that it's her, or I think she really wanted them to, you know, kill each other. Yeah. So that she didn't have to do the work. Because she already said, she's like, I have food until spring. That's not nice. I forgot about that line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was more like if you don't have to go, like if you're a survivalist and you're out in the woods, if you don't have to hunt all the deer yourself and they kill each other, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. They do the work for you. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? I was going to say something in reference to that. Um, Nope. I lost it. I forgot it. (laughs) And it's gone. Uh, I was just thinking of like lines I really liked in this movie. And one of them was very end of the movie. Well, uh, after I'm talking about like with uh, Harvey and uh, I'm going to say with Devin and Joaquin, uh, the gay team, Uh, the gay team. That's what I just said. The gay gay partners. I like that. I love when um, Finn's like, hey, do you guys want to come with me to talk to Emerson? And and fucking Joaquin goes, no, we're trying to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I forgot about that line. Oh, man, that was good. They were honestly. They're probably tied for my favorite characters. They with were the great. white trash guy. They were really good, too. Yeah. yeah. Ex- especially Harvey Gillian. I thought he's he's great. He's a good actor. And what we do in the shadows in this. I loved how like w- like even when he like gets hit by the arrow, he's like, Ow. <laughs> yeah. He falls to his knees and then, ow. Yeah. They had me thinking for a split second that he was a werewolf after he got shot. And then he's like, hey, Marcus or whatever. Same. I, I was, was like, like oh, oh, shit, it's him. You know? And then 
It just turns out he was being stubborn and didn't want to die yet. <laughs> yeah, and he blew up, which everybody should have died. Yeah, that that. Like an explosion cloud. that <laughs> You would have think they, they were, dropped a nuke on the yeah, town. They were also right next to that guy. Mm, so they would yeah. have at least... And that was a pretty big display. Like, it wasn't just a single gas tank. It was, like, a big one. They would have yes. been hit with, like, shrapnel. Yeah, that when I saw that... It was a funny scene where it just shows in the middle of a snowy landscape, like a big mushroom cloud. But then you look and you're like, oh, everybody but that guy is unharmed. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and also, when since they're alone, why didn't after that scene, Cecily just be like, all right, fuck it. There's no one else here. I'm just going to kill you now. Yeah. Yeah. Why be like, I got to go change out of these I'm nasty clothes you. or whatever. And I'm going to bring you to the place that has the evidence that I killed everyone. Yeah, that was definitely like, a, oh, we need that suspenseful revealing moment let's just throw it in there like we got to have yeah. the axe throwing scene <laughs> yeah get him back in that place uh and i mean since we're on that scene can we talk about the transformation that's now? what i was just about yeah. to get into because okay. i was i was waiting till about this moment yeah. yeah let's talk about it um not great yeah i i, I listen just show it to me if it's cgi it's cgi yeah don't put it in the background don't make it blurry and don't focus on the foreground character. Just show us the fucking transformation. Yes. The the werewolf didn't even look that good. It looked more like a fucking dog face, honestly. Yeah, it it looked like um like a Disney character, yeah, like, like a dog like, yes. Disney character like kind of in real life. Beauty yeah. and the Beast, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got you guys beat. You know what it remind me of? The kid from Jumanji when he's turning into oh, a lion. You yeah, hit but that, was that on the head. <laughs> yeah. That was practical effects, man. Fuck. It, they really... You have a lot of werewolf movies out at this point, and when you're... You gotta come through. Either, like you said, go full CGI and just commit, or throw a few practical effects in there with the snout growing and maybe some claws. You don't have to show the whole transformation, but enough. You yeah. know, it, when you throw it in the background, make it blurry, and then that's your finished product, you, See, you I, fail. <laughs> I I thought they were going to go in that way because first they did the CGI, and I'm like, okay, the transformation's looking okay right now at the beginning. And they did partial what I like whenever I see transformation of a werewolf in a movie. Hold on. Mm. These motorcycles going <laughs> by. Um, the bone uh, fixtures like moving around in oh, the body and like mm. I love that. I think it's such a cool element, but they kind of did it. And then they were just like, all right, we got the CGI bone crack, but werewolf Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a slow progression of like she's talking to the guy and then like you notice, oh, she has like weird long fingernails now. And then it cuts back to him and back to her. And oh, now she has fangs. There, yeah. I like that, though. There yeah, was I don't one moment that. where she's talking and you can tell she's trying to hide the fangs because they put them on her and she's waiting to reveal them. And it was kind of obvious while I'm watching. I'm like, oh, well, she's got fangs. She's just not revealing them yet. And then at the end of her line, she's like, and you're like oh, there they are. You know? <laughs> oh, and she's like, oh, you thought that was a scream? Yeah. And then she fucking howled. I was like, oh, okay, that's dumb. That was another. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, that howl. I yeah. was expecting to be like, it was more like. Uh, it was just. Arr. It was like Ripley howling. She's six months Kinda old. Remind <laughs> me of like, um, uh, like more of like a exorcist kind of like. Mm possessed type of sound. Yeah, it reminded me of yeah. like Nightwolf from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not howling. 
And then the second time she transformed, they didn't even bother putting it in the background. She gets up human, jumps behind a cabinet, and then comes back out as a werewolf. Yep. <laughs> so they really ran out of the budget by that point, you know. But that's really could have brought the movie up for me is if they had a good werewolf at the end. Especially when the entire movie, you're not showing us the werewolf. Yes. If you're going to do that, it has to be a good payoff. And unfortunately, that wasn't a good payoff. Because when you look at her as a werewolf, can you imagine her doing that to the people, like taking the hand and everything else? She didn't look that vicious. And just quickly eating the hand. Yeah. And they showed when they showed what she looked like. She wasn't even in werewolf form fully. Yeah, she she was, was just like nude. <laughs> she was blood. nude with yellow eyes. Yeah, so how couldn't yeah. that guy be like, yeah, it was her. She fucking bit me. She was <laughs> naked and she bit my hand off. That's, yeah, a question for another movie, I guess. For the sequel, yeah. yeah. But see, this is where a smart de- decision would have came in to not have a werewolf at all. If you don't have the budget to make True. a good werewolf, then make the choice to make it that Trish is just the crazy lady. Yeah, she's just a crazy lady who maybe thinks she's a werewolf and just murdering people. <laughs> Something like that. That would have been know, cool, you know. too. But yeah. then again, it they had to add the element of the werewolf because it was based on the game. Because that's, that's where you get hung up. The yeah. game is just people talking around a fire trying to figure out who the werewolf is by conversation. Which did we bring up yet? It seems like a very strange game to base a movie off of. No? Yeah. Yes. Very random and very, out of the blue. Very basic concept. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of feels like, oh, well, this gives us a very big playground to play in because it's just a bunch of people around a campfire. We can expand it however we want. Yeah. You know, it's really just the concept of a group of people trying to determine who the werewolf is. And they just made it into this movie where they're just in an isolated town. Yeah. I think it's just Ubisoft trying to get into the video game movie industry, which I got to say, I don't know if this is their first one producing. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. I I was going to say out of the video game movie genre. This is definitely not a fail or even yeah. bad in that nope. sense. There's a lot worse ones yeah. with way bigger budgets. <laughs> Plus, yeah, the best thing they did. Oh, um, real quick, I'll say, Josh, you say your thing. Uh, the, the the best thing that they had on them was the premise of the game. So mild and there's not really much of like a huge overtaking story that where if the movie's not doing what the major story is, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I you know, for what the movie was, I thought that it was completely fine. Um, it was not the worst video game movie we've seen. And um, no. yeah, I enjoyed it. I highly enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, it's not a perfect movie, you know, but it also had a very small budget. Yeah. So we have to take that into consideration. Maybe that if it had a bigger budget, maybe we would have actually seen more of the transformation and that payoff would have felt better. But yeah. For what we got, uh, I laughed several times. I we watched the whole thing, and it was completely fine. Yeah, I I I thought they were going for kind of like a want to say not eighties, maybe like a seventies style horror where it was more of like, like cutback, who, who done it kind of, who done, yeah. Well, also kind of like the oh dead body, but we're not going to show it, like you know type of thing. Uh, I did get a lot. Did you guys get a lot of like uh, Shaun of the Dead vibes? Mm. Yeah, a lot of the quick scenes of like items, keys in the door. <laughs> uh, I don't know, showing people like taking items and then using them. I like, know what you like, mean. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And now that you mention it, definitely. Yeah, I'd say there was a few scenes where, if I think back on it, uh, Shaun of the Dead could sh- come straight to mind. Oh know? yeah, I think it was inspired by that. But again, I wanted more gore in this movie. Yeah, more. 
A few com- one of my few complaints is that I wish there was a little more horror element to it. Uh, but otherwise, it, they did a good job with the budget they had. And I'll tell you what, they lucked out because they don't have a hardcore fan base of the video game to strike back at them yeah. because they messed something up in the game. So that helps them out too. That's very true because um, I only found out about this looking at a list of upcoming movies based on video games. And then I was like, Werewolves Within, what is that for? And a lot of people don't have VR headsets. <clears throat> no. yeah. And that's solely what this is for, VR. Yes. I mean, why? Why is it so only for VR? Like we, we yeah. just you just did RE seven and eight where it's first person. Yeah. That seven was VR, but you can still play it with a controller. You don't need the VR. Yeah, exactly. I think they just like the idea of the gameplay because I've watched gameplay and you hear different people's voices, but you see the characters that they're playing like they'll look like a gypsy or like yeah. uh, a cowboy. And then like, you know, you try to trick everybody. And then at the end, if you get away, you eat everybody. Yeah. Andrew, I think gypsy is a hurtful term. nowadays. <laughs> is it? I think so. I think we've taken that term off the table. Um, <laughs> A fortune teller. <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. A folk person, a maybe. Folk a folk person. Traveling indigenous. Uh, <laughs> Carney. There you go. That, that one's still worse. on the table, yeah. Is worse. that worse? That's a their job. Not a Carney, though. Um, uh, indigenous wheel basket people? No. <laughs> wow. I don't just, know. Okay, yeah. Keeping we're getting, this all We're in. getting worse. <laughs> yeah. We're getting worse I'll as we go. Yeah. All of, of our gypsy fans are not going to be listening after this point. So Luckily, this, wait, there's like a thousand of them in America. Are you telling me like we that, can right? we can now not listen to shares? Gypsies, traps, and thieves. I don't know for sure, but I think he is right. I think gypsy is supposed to be offensive. I'll have to, I'll have to look well, at that. everything's offensive now. I was going to say, but that just falls under the banner of another million things that are offensive. Yeah. So. It's yeah. just words I say in my car to people as they drive shittily, and then I don't I don't unroll the windows. Fucking <laughs> 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 gypsy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not the word I was thinking of. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> you goddamn gypsy. <laughs> Why don't you go sell some fucking uh, magical wares to someone travel on the road, you prick? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Did anybody expect Finn to possibly be the werewolf in this movie? At one point I did. Yeah. I think, yeah, I considered it at one point. But I I didn't hold on to the idea very long, though. See, I feel like what would have threw me off, though, was he was driving there for the first time in the beginning. Now, if they did mention, well, didn't you come here for an interview 30 days ago? Right. Then... Maybe, but maybe. there was there was a couple things with Finn, like you know, that maybe question like, is his ex girlfriend really real? Even though there was a picture at the beginning hanging in his car, which that went nowhere. No, no, yeah, that was a very needless um, branch off the story. Oh yeah, yeah, that was an absolutely pointless part of his character. Is that he had a girlfriend that he's kind of not seeing. And he cannot get her on the phone multiple mm-hmm. times. Well, it didn't. I didn't need that. It just cemented the whole soft guy uh, yeah, role, I guess. True. Or they were trying to. Yeah, but I didn't think it needed to be in there at all. He like, was. He played that night too nice, overzealous guy to begin with already. You know, so. Like I think it would have worked more with with the Charlotte. I think was her name. If they were really like 
like maybe you saw her a little bit and they were really trying to fix things and they were on the cup on the phone a couple times or he couldn't get a hold of her the whole time except one time she calls him but he drops his phone while he's being attacked and then yeah. at the end when he's about to be murdered the police show up mm-hmm. or I, if he was the werewolf the whole time and he tries to call her multiple times and then the last time they show that she's dead like yeah, a door next to her phone or yep. something and he never realizes that he was the werewolf yeah, yes, that would be a exactly good <clears throat> that, that would have been a good twist that would have been a better ending, for any honestly. character really if any of the characters, if any of the characters were a werewolf and they didn't know it, they could have played a lot more stuff off of that mm-hmm. angle than uh, the happy-go-lucky psychopath, attractive lady. Yeah, <laughs> which makes me think, like, because that would be the proper lore of being a werewolf. You're not Classic much lore, into yeah. control, which I always thought it would be cool if somebody was a werewolf and they could control and change whenever they want, which was kind of like Cecily's deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't really understand the rules of the werewolf in this. Didn't like establish them. Like yeah. um, uh, Pete, I thought was going to turn into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when he yeah. was like laughing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that too. I was ready for like clawed fingers that come out of his wrapped hands. And- well, when it comes to werewolf and vampire movies, I can tell you that the best ones that go down as you know in history as the best genre movies for vampires and werewolves have the best most thorough lore in them when you really get the lore down and they have rules and they play by those rules you get a very a much better movie than if you just put a a monster in there and don't explain why or how they winged it they didn't they didn't establish like even the like he said you got bit you should turn into a werewolf Mm mm-hmm do they need to kill them with silver? That's like an established thing. Yeah. But even in the movie, they say like, you know, we're talking about fucking mythology. <laughs> like this could all just be bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But they filled in more about the Wendigo than they did werewolf lore. Like even like I, I thought they were going to push more a little bit of Marcus saying how his grandfather used to tell them that like, you know, uh, they the town used to be um, werewolf hunters. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they used to drive hunt for werewolves oh, or something yeah. like that in the woods. Yeah, even if we got some kind of flashback scene or something, that would have been good, you know, something. Uh, but that was a little disappointing because we didn't know if the silver was a thing in this. Uh, like oh, when yeah. she got stabbed by the Snow the running shoe. gag of snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they didn't establish almost anything. She was kind of, if you think about the way she was tricking them, it kind of reminded me more of um. Not a harpy. What's the other thing? Succubus. Succubus. Oh yeah. Like luring, especially men. Like that. That was that was her thing with Dave. That would be another interesting twist at the end. Oh, it wasn't a werewolf at all. It was a succubus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But then the name would have had to been changed, I guess. But yeah, they could have done some cool stuff. And like I said, when you play by the rules, you get a better movie. But they didn't do that in this one. Yeah. I do like a good lore when it like you know establishing the rules, but I think at this point they were just kind of like, do we need to set up the? <laughs> I guess like we know the rules, but this yeah. movie doesn't. No moon. Yeah. They did show them staring at a full moon at one point. That one guy, uh, they didn't say anything. It just kept cutting back to his face and then the moon. His face, then the moon, and then that was it. I thought they were gonna get into it, and waiting for it, and then they did nothing with it. <laughs> Nope. They just it's they at least they showed it was a full moon. Yeah, true. Yeah. But again, as most werewolf things go, somebody wakes up in the woods and they're like, "Not again!" Yeah, right. Like, 
I think you're forgetting Jacob and Twilight, Andrew. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen any of those. Uh, Unfortunately, my good. girlfriend at the time uh, no, loved the movies. series, so I had to. I didn't watch those movies. Fuck yeah. that. I read the books. Why would I watch the movies? <laughs> Did you read Twilight? No, of course not. <laughs> oh, <Andrew>. God. <laughs> well, my girlfriend was recently reading the, um, the like, the rewrites of them, but it's in the perspective of, um, was it Edward? Oh, Is that the? Yeah. And she was telling me that she couldn't, like, read it any further because it's so fucked up because it's pretty much just, like, Edward just pretty, I don't know if this, and if she can hear me, maybe she'll correct me if I'm mm. wrong, but it was, like, pretty much she, he's like, I want to fuck her, but I want to, yeah, I want to yeah, suck her blood and eat just, her. like, <laughs> eat her insides while I'm fucking her insides. Wow. Like, <laughs> They took a different route with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was in the movie. <laughs> no. At least not the one I saw. I do want to see that one, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's Twilight Triple uh, X. Yes. <laughs> they probably do have fucking <laughs> snuff films Twat out there like that. Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. the name oh man overall back to the movie we're supposed to be talking yeah, about yeah back to the movie we're supposed to be talking about I was happy with it and hell I might even rewatch it a, a second time to see what I, I missed the first time I'd rewatch it yeah uh, I thought I thought it was it was well done but we can discuss more of like what we thought of that once we get to our scores and before mm-hmm. we do so is there any other parts of this movie uh, you two would like to discuss I mean I think we pretty much yeah, kind of went over. It's honestly, it's a really simple, like plot. Yeah. Um, I I did really appreciate, you know, that I kind of just kept guessing different things because there was there were a lot of you kept saying red herring, mm-hmm. and there really was a lot of yeah. red herrings in this movie. You're just like that's the red herring. I was like, well, I don't think it's that mm-hmm. simple. I think there's a lot of them. Yeah. I think a lot of these characters are acting the way they are because the movie's trying to make us think, oh, that's the bad guy. Yeah. That's the secret. Oh wait, maybe it's this person now. You know, the scientist being fucking creepy <laughs> and like acting very weird and looking around really weird. I'm like, well, what the fuck's that person doing? Oh, they just killed themselves. Yeah. And we don't see it, and then it, we move on. What? What the fuck? I actually thought she was gonna be a hunter. I was gonna be something. I, was yeah, gonna I thought she's gonna be something more like she was experimenting on wolves and created a werewolf or something oh. like that. Because she had definitely the most badass gun out of all of them. When she pulled out like a twenty eleven nine millimeter, oh, I was like, shit. "Holy shit, that's a nice gun!" <laughs> and it's a doctor. You know, they have a better gun than the uh, Trump supporter downstairs. So, <laughs> oh yeah, and, but she was also just the way she kept acting, like. Mm-hmm. When uh, she was just staring at the screen and they were knocking on the door and she wasn't answering, she was like, then, like, I think at least two minutes later, like, don't disturb me. I need more. I need more time. Yeah. For my work. Like, what was <laughs> with the pause there? Like, for my work. Yeah. Yeah. That was curious. Like you said, I thought she'd be a hunter. Um, especially because she's like, we're dealing with a lycanthrope. <laughs> I'm like, who in the hell calls them that anymore? Yeah. Oh, an ancient werewolf hunter. That's who would call them that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think of that too. And like, cause they're like, she's smart, but like if she was more science, I doubt fantasy is her fucking <laughs> yeah. genre. You'd think that she would know werewolf more than lycanthrope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have she was to like sound a hunter, And then she's like, my name is actually Pam Helsing. <laughs> and they're like, damn. Yeah. I think they just wanted uh, Gwen to say, what is this? This ain't family. What? No. Oh. She said this is dumbass island or something like <laughs> yeah. that. She made some good comment after that. And then the only other part that 
and it's more like nitpicking the gouges in the uh, generator when all of them are like, oh, well, somebody could have cut them. Knives don't I'm, do that. I'm like, no. In what fucking world does a knife do that Especially to a, a giant chunk of metal? They showed <laughs> yeah. the knife was completely intact. Yeah. That knife would have been fucked up if someone started like trying to saw. Oh, it was a small yeah. knife. You can't saw through metal no. without fucking up the knife. And and Sam Richardson, he's like, it smells like diesel. I'd be like, yeah, but there's no way they could do that to a generator with this thing. Nope, that's out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, too, now that I'm glad you brought that up, like this, this made me think that one, they should have done two werewolves and also should have made... Uh, the Cecily as a werewolf looked better because she still had dainty little hands <laughs> and yeah. those were fucking huge claw marks. And when Sam used the binoculars, we saw a fucking power line. That's true. Knocked down. And yeah. I, wait, since the power line was knocked down, how did the power get back on at the end? Shut up. Did it come back on? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it came on right at the end. Right the, after the, the thing blew up. Oh, yeah, the that's right. The bar light turned on. Yeah, because it was behind the avalanche. Yeah. So even the power company couldn't have just finally gotten down the road and put yeah. the pole back up and turn the power back on. Well, I mean, they also were like doing this throughout the night. I think they did say that it was going to take several hours before power was back on. But yeah. we didn't a, see it any... would take a lot longer for police to get there because the roads are out. Right. But also it was a power line completely <laughs> knocked over like uh, the power. Bo- yeah. That's where the power is coming from. Somebody would have had to come there and a fucking cherry picker. Replace the transformer, replace the yeah. pole. Well, they, they did <laughs> yeah. that at my house like a month or two ago, and it took them about two hours to put a whole new pole in the wall wow. right next but to it. But there's like well, no one there. I'm surprised. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> there's only like, what, 10 people in this whole town? Yeah, but it was. That's that, why they had the time them. to do it. They're yeah, like, we finally have something to do. <laughs> Let's they, go, boys. But they were all in a hotel. Like, I think that was the whole town, right? That was the whole yeah, but, town. That's Again, the, it was that's the idea outside I got. the town had to come and do yeah. that. Not yeah. them inside had to leave to do that. Hmm. But she even said, like, oh, the roads being closed and no one being able to get in was definitely a benefit on my end. Yeah. Yeah, I Plot think we're just, we're just analyzing nonsense. Yeah, no now that's what we do. Pickety, yeah. apart. <laughs> <laughs> this movie had a lot that didn't make sense. Yes. I think with the budget they had, they could have used some ideas. It feels like they really wanted to do a whodunit movie mm-hmm. and used the werewolf werewolves within as a an excuse and a backdrop for the whodunit movie they wanted to do. Yeah, they wanted to do Knives Out with Werewolves. Right. Like Claws Out. Yeah. And as far as the whodunit part, as far as I'm concerned, they nailed it because yeah, I didn't guess until the almost the very end yeah. as to who it was. So, And again, I love a good whodunit movie. Oh, Ever yeah. since Clue, I've always loved it. Um, favorite whodunit movie, Murder by Death. Check it out. It's Murder really old. Death. I, I think it's... What a stupid thing. Oh, yeah. But it, <laughs> that's, that's a play off of it. It's definitely, I think, came out before... Um, I can't name the actors either at this point, but like definitely came out before Clue. But if you watch it, you'll be like, holy shit. Like it's got what's his name? He plays the grandfather and Princess Bride. Uh, what's his name? He's very famous. Uh, he was in Corky Romano. Played the <laughs> Corky Romano. <laughs> but again, check it out. It's really good. I, I love Clue. Don't get me wrong, but this movie is way funnier than Clue. Like the things yeah. that they do in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, whodunits are amazing. I mean, Scream is one of my favorite horror movies, and the whole reason is because you're Thank trying you. to guess 
the murderers the whole time and it was done really when like i said when it's done really well it's very entertaining see i like that you say that because uh, i've noticed i'm part of a couple horror groups uh and i noticed there's a (laughs) there's a divide yeah about among is scream considered like one of the classics yes. or if it's actually a good movie yes it is, yes it's both, both. yes to it both. is it's it brought both. back yeah. the genre yeah it brought, it brought back. back the slasher genre it because it also it. threw all of the tropes that they had established in the previous years in your face and yes it was a real world story they were telling where hey people have seen these things done before so yeah of course they would know these horror movie tropes and they call them out and that's what made it brilliant. And then the, the whole thing of like, yeah, it's also a whodunit and you think it's one person. They want you to think it's one person. Oh, now it's two people. Yeah. Or in the second movie. Oh, and now it's one person and his mom or something like that. Uh, it's Absolutely. actually uh, somebody that just, she met on the internet. Like uh, it's Billy's mom. <laughs> And uh, what's his oh, fucking name? Oh, a fan, uh, Raylan Gibbon, yeah, Gibbons. <laughs> who wear, who's, wears Boba Fett's armor, Mandalorian. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Transformers. It, w- it was a bunch of things put together that Wes Craven masterfully created between the time it was released, because at that point we hadn't had good horror. All the tropes were laid out for him, and nobody had used those tropes to their benefit in a horror movie. He did all these things. And then the ghost face look, you had the cape and the mask, which you have to be able to look at something like that and be like, that's going to be scary when we put it in the movie. If you look at it and it was never ghost face, you'd be like, that looks like a kid's costume. But the way he did the movie, it was with the voice changer. It It was perfect. It was so good because like it's kind of a simple look. Yeah. For like uh, being in the horror genre, but it, it like was perfect. And that's another thing. We got the phone and the voice changer. You have um, the killers in the house plot yeah. type thing, you know, where you, you're getting right phone calls you. and while you're getting stalked. And that voice was creepy as hell. And yeah, some people might hate it because it's not 1978 Halloween, just like everybody else. But it is absolutely a classic. Uh, it yeah. was it was so good. And I, and I get I've uh, I've. It makes me sad because I was actually working on a horror podcast with my friend Evan Lunny, RIP, who previous <laughs> recently previous, oh my god, mm. recently passed away about like uh, seven months ago, yeah. and we were doing our podcast was called Horrible People, oh. and we were picking franchises, and I was kind of bummed because he picked the first one. We were doing Scream, and then we were gonna do the Final Destination movies because I've never seen, yeah. I've never seen, I've only seen the one where you choose your own adventure. Oh wow! But like all these things you're saying, <laughs> I love it because we broke it down that too. Like yeah. in the screen movies, how like this was like at the time there was like a big lull in horror oh, yeah. before them. Yeah. yeah, it just Final Destination is worth watching. Definitely, some very incredibly creative oh, yeah. deaths in those movies, yeah. and the like a lot of the stuff you see like. You're like, well, that has to be CGI. Mm. If you're gonna watch, if you're gonna watch Final Destination, I would highly recommend you pair it with a uh, YouTube channel called The Dead Meat Podcast. The hmm. Dead Meat Podcast. I love yeah. that. I love so that. So they do a. So this guy James A. Janice does a series called Kill Count. Yep. The first one I saw was the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel, and I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. 
And what, what they do is they, they go through all the kills in the movie. They show it to you. They break it down. But then they give you a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So they show you, like, the opening of that um, remake of... Uh, uh, what did I just say? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, they pick up a hitchhiker. The girl pulls out a gun and blows a oh, hole through the back of her head. And the shot that they have is a camera going through the hole in the back of her head, looking at the people horrified in front of her. And it's all done practically. So good. And it was unbelievable seeing that. And then, like, with Final Destination, finding out that a lot of the things they did, like... The fucking like log drop stuff. A lot of that was practical. Yeah. Like in the second one. Yep. Like you, you're, really you'd be cool. surprised yeah. when you watch it. You're like all of this had to be done through CGI, but they did so much practically. I just have a new respect for that. And again, super creative deaths. I think that's why um, I liked this movie a lot. They didn't overdo it with the CGI, which I think is a problem with horror these days. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just not as scary. They're not at the level of CGI yet to where you can use it effectively for the most part, unless you're using the two simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only time CGI has really worked well from what I've seen in horror. But if you use full CGI, you still can like... It just doesn't look like it's oh, yeah. Jurassic Park looks better still than 99% of the CGI used yeah. right now. So well, it's, it's because like a lot of these directors, and I think, don't quote me on this, I think... Since Force Awakens came out and they started using practically going back to practical effects, it showed that you don't have to overdo it on the CGI on every little thing. Like the problem besides many things with the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the thing the 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 fact they use CGI for everything and the one thing that killed it for me when I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. My favorite thing in a Nightmare on Elm Street is when Freddy's behind the wall, which is clearly like a rubber sheet oh, that yeah, they I had. Know exactly yes. what you're and he's about. poking his head through. And that then was just done practically. It mm-hmm. was so good, right? Yeah. Like, really good. And and then when they did it in the remake, it looked... It's just not there. Because I was waiting for that scene. I'm like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Oh, shit. But <laughs> it takes CGI, away the-, the CGI can be done well. Yeah. It can The best be. part of that movie was when she's having those micro naps ding, ding, in, the, ding. in the grocery store and she's crawling through the aisle and it's flipping between Snapping. her being awake and going into like that dream fucking state where he's there and he's like cutting stuff off the shelves, taunting her and it goes back and forth. And I'm like, that is good use of CGI. Yes. Yep. If they kept those, went to practical effects for like the wall scene and the kills and everything, it would have been a really good balance. I don't think it would have saved the movie, but no. those scenes were amazing. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's it's she's just gonna know where to use it, you know, not for every teeny little fucking thing, yeah. and that's when it gets a little much. Also, they just outright made Freddy Krueger a child molester. <laughs> yeah, that he, they never actually victim. established <laughs> that in the original movies. Never, because like I, when I was a kid, though, I think later on they totally did. He didn't establish, molest them. He just killed. Them. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. or that like. <laughs> Like, um, they thought it was him, so they burned him alive. Yes. And since it wasn't him, he got to come back and avenge himself. Yes, because of those three super stupid fucking looking floating heads. Mm, like the yeah, demons are like, right. we're going to save you. <laughs> but that's what I thought. But then they really, I think it was what? um, The the one that was supposed to be 3D. Was it Freddy? Freddy 6. Freddy 6? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddy's dead. Freddy's, Freddy's dead. dead, where they 
they show the daughter like seeing all the shit in the fucking basement yeah. like as a kid like yeah you know. <laughs> but talking about amazing fu- not saying that this is bad but talking about way better horror movies yeah. i'll drink to that <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what even fucking freddy's dead is still pretty good even though he's you know wholeheartedly bonkers fuck? at that point yeah he's he's a, he's a jokester with yeah. the fucking the power glove death oh, with God. uh the yeah. guy from fucking um oh who is that actor oh my god uh brent some brent brecken meyer brecken meyer he was yeah he was um clueless he was in clueless and yes. a few other things yeah he did some oh. lawyer show a couple years ago with zach morris i forget what mm. It's my favorite series, though, so it, I can't hate any of the movies, but Freddy's Dead and the remake are definitely right there at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I, I love uh, Jason and Freddy. I'm more of a Jason buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 13th's always been uh, Jason Lives, the best one of all of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I actually, before we get to the scores, there is actually a story I wanted to tell. Uh, I mentioned it before, my buddy Joe, part of the Horror Squad podcast. Oh, yeah. You'd never mentioned Joe. <laughs> Joe Maganera from the Horror Joe Squad Maganera. podcast. <laughs> uh, I was listening to a more recent episode, and he, if you check, he got a sick fucking Freddy tattoo. Like, oh, it looks boy. insanely good. It was a 10-hour sitting. Oof. Got it done one day. Good uh, God. He watched probably like five horror movies while like Mm. getting it done and he posted it to a horror group now he's pretty well established in the horror community but people started attacking him telling him that it was a photoshop job of a photo like being like there's no way that that is real (laughs) and he was defending himself and people were like well we don't like fucking liars on this page and blocked him no shit and he's like i I just want to say this tattoo's real guys that's why i love my horror group killer flick shout out on facebook there's no drama every you still have some purists but other than that they're awesome yeah but i can't believe that's fucked up. It's like, dude, tattoos have come a long way. It's not hard to believe a photorealistic oh, yeah. yeah. Freddy Krueger nowadays, you know? Yeah, it's just, you know, some people... Horror is one of those genres where it can be a welcome community or people just want to be nasty or yeah. just, like, be, like, superior in some way. Like, doubting someone's tattoo, it, come on. <laughs> yeah, that well, goes a little yeah, too I th- far. I think there's purists in every... Um, Special genre, Star mm-hmm. Wars, Star Wars, um, you know, probably even like the Marvel movies at this point. Like people mm-hmm. are like, well, now they're getting too woke. <laughs> oh, boy. Now there's going to be a black Captain America. Right. Right. Like, there's never been a comic book that established that. No. Already. They're just trying to pander. <laughs> And now, being in a podcast that's all about fandoms, have you, Brian, got any of that, like, flack from anybody that just, like, kind of, like, you guys aren't as knowledgeable in fandoms as you say you are? Luckily, not yet. We've had a comment or two here or there. Very, honestly, I can only remember one or two, and it didn't even come off that way. It was more like, hey, love the podcast, but just so you guys know, um, you mentioned jason lives but you didn't mention what happened in the final part or whatever uh, you know yeah. um that's different cor- though. That's yeah a- corrected but not not bitched at for it <laughs> yeah so not yet no not ridiculed luckily you know ed's a little smarter than me and withholds information better than i do so he's very knowledgeable where i'm somewhat knowledgeable so i rely on him for some information <laughs> he's a library that that boy <laughs> yes he is he 
he does his research. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, should we get into the scores, Josh? Yes. All right, let's get into it. First score up is the cheesy movie factor score. Um, this is just a general score with, you know, does this movie utilize classic cheesy movie tropes? If so, do they utilize them well? Do they not? Um, and like I had said to Andrew before we started watching this, I, I, I feel like this movie kind of, it took itself seriously. Um, I didn't really see many cheesy movie tropes being utilized other than like the, you know, misdirection or the red herrings. So I would probably score this pretty low, um, probably about a two and a half out of 10, to mm -hmm. be quite honest. Because yeah. while though it is very, you know, it leans on the comedy um, and not as much on the horror, uh, I still think it tried to do, you know, take itself relatively seriously and do what it wanted to set up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so would you score it? I, I gave it only a two and a half. Out a of two time. and a half. Okay. Uh, Brian, would you like to go next? Sure thing. Uh, so cheesy movie factor. Yeah. Like, you know, all the female lead and the male <clears throat> lead have this immediate chemistry yeah. and then they end up together or, or like, you know, just the stuff right. you see in every fucking movie. I think you're right. I think they didn't really lean into the horror as much, so they didn't use those tropes as much. And it seemed like they took themselves more seriously than not. So I'd go a little higher. I'd probably say a four, but definitely low. I'm actually going to go about possibly a six, only because... I actually halfway through this movie started looking at it more of a whodunit, more less than a horror. Like this does yeah. not seem very much like a horror movie. If you look at it, the cheesiness of the whodunit. Um, actually, I'll give it a five because they use that too much to their advantage to sway you from thinking Cecily's the the killer mm -hmm. when it it was like so obvious in other points, which I think made it cheesy. But they were trying to do. They use like every single cheesy misdirect, like yeah. the creepy guy who lives in the woods who wears <laughs> like a bear hat or something like that and covered in blood. Like I thought that was there. Uh, the whole misdirect of uh, half the town wants something done, but the other town half doesn't want it. So like the misdirect of, oh, it's somebody that's trying to use the corporate greed to their advantage mm. and all that shit. So I'm going to give it a five. Mm -hmm. So the next score we have is the, how good of a movie is this score from 10, uh, one to yeah, 10 to 10, <laughs> one out of 10. Um, Andrew, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you guys will think I, I, I am scoring this a little high again. I'm a sucker for a whodunit movie. I'm going to give this an eight. Wow. I enjoyed this movie. I loved the characters. Um, again, there was a couple characters I mentioned that should have been in it, didn't wasn't needed, but I'd watch this again. Uh, Sam Richardson was great in it. Mm -hmm. um, what's the um, 
I'm going to cut out that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milana mm-hmm. Van Trubb. Just who, say AT&T girl. Yeah, yeah AT&T, AT&T girl. girl. <laughs> Give her some credit, though. She's beyond that. <laughs> Let me get a good photo so I can make you look pregnant. Can you step on, oh, step on some bread? <laughs> the bread's wet. Just cut. I'll Give yourself you bangs. It's <laughs> really hot. Yo, you know what's weird is if you actually like sell foot pics, you can make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one wants my feet, though. <laughs> nah, dude, if your feet look all right, some freak out there will pay for them. I, I swear to God. It's something for everybody. I Rule 34. Like, all right, fill a bucket with grape Kool-Aid and then splash around for 10 minutes. Yep. I'll pay you $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's out there. It's funny. I was just watching and actually uh, Kat just got in the King of the Hill. There's a King of the Hill episode where oh, Peggy, yeah, Peggy, Peggy gets tricked into <laughs> doing foot porn. My feet are beautiful. It's like, nah, you're making smut. <laughs> Ooh, great. Um, Josh, well, uh, let's ask Brian to go next. Uh, Brian, right. well, what do you think? Of, how did you feel about this movie? Okay, so first of all, I don't think that was too high. I thought when you said that, you were going to go like nine, nine and a half. So. Yeah, I would be like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. you're saying this is like, out of good movies, it's like, oh, right, like the Green Mile or Shaw- right. Shawshank Redemption and then werewolves it <laughs> i mean yeah if i try when i review movies i try and stay in the context of what i'm watching too but yeah. i'm not gonna go as high as you <laughs> i think it was good i think it was entertaining enough to where i would watch it one more time to see what i missed mm-hmm. and probably forget about it for a while until it comes on tv or something i'm like oh this was good i'll watch it again so i'd go six and a half you know what's great? That's yeah. ex- that's the exact score I was going to get. Oh yeah, because I do feel that this movie warrants a second watch. Because I don't know if maybe there was some little subtle things I missed that kind of would have hinted more that the AT and T girl was the <laughs> werewolf all along. Exactly. Um, but even just like there's a lot of background stuff going on. Even just like characters reacting silently that are that I probably missed, and a lot of it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I would give a 6.5. Um, I don't think it's the worst thing. I do feel like kind of a cop out with the werewolf transformation at the end and even how it looked, uh, that was a pretty big negative for me, but I did really enjoy the movie. I laughed a lot and I questioned what I thought was going to happen multiple times. Right. Uh, And again, yeah, I'd watch it again. So you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll give it a seven because I think six, five to six is kind of like it's average. Yeah. And I think this was a little bit above average because if it's average, I I don't care to watch it again, but I probably would watch this one again. When you talk about it out loud, you know, I could see the seven rating too. I'll stick to the 6.5 just to give a good, clear, uh, ball field here but yeah. yeah if somebody hadn't seen it and they just listened to the episode you know i will say you'd have to rate it on what you what are you rating it as a whodunit or a horror if you're gonna rate this as a horror the score is gonna be very low yes no yeah i'm just overall a good movie did i enjoy it did i was i bored at any one point would i watch it again those are the kind of things yeah, i true. think of and like how many negative things can i think of that really stick out and there weren't many so that's why I would say probably about a seven. Really, the only the biggest thing that I didn't like was, you know, a all the off screen kills uh, and b the transformation being kind of just cheap. Yeah. And definitely. not and, and not that great. <clears throat> Everything else was great, though. Yeah. Even the unknown actors, like <laughs> so many of them put on such weird performances that I just really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed them. Yeah. Without now, the is- right direction, it could have came off weird. Yeah, uh, I think that and they did a good job of keeping it seem like it was it fit in the universe. <laughs> now, I don't know how much insight we're going to have in this last score, which is how comparable is this to the video game? 
Um, I mean, I only really looked into a little bit, and the game is basically exactly what we're talking about. It's a whodunit where you're trying to figure out who is the werewolf. So in that aspect, I mean, I guess to be fair, I'd say it's probably an 8 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it seems like it's taking the premise of you are with a group of people and no one knows who the werewolf is and you got to figure it out. And that's kind of what this movie is. It just expanded. It added characters. It gave us a locale. It gave us some humor. Um, I mean, I don't see what else. There's not a lot in the base game so yeah. it's not like they could miss anything you know true so i mean i gotta be fair and just say it's probably it's really comparable to the game i'm not gonna give it a 10 out of 10 mm. because they weren't sitting around a campfire the whole time <laughs> yeah right what about you brian i'd say be out again based off what i saw and what i looked into it seems like if the vr game had a little bit of a bigger budget and they could do more with it, it probably would have turned out to be this movie. So mm -hmm. pretty comparable. I'd go. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half. Let's go seven and a half. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually going to score a little lower than you guys. Of I course. think I'm going to go. I'm only because the way that <laughs> I be different. <laughs> I'm yes, I do. I want to be argumentative. Oh, I like this thing. Oh, you guys like that? No, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a one. It's nothing <laughs> yeah. like the game it's a that I never played. <laughs> well, my I've watched a couple um, gameplay on it and stuff like that, and there's not really much to go off of if you're going to create a movie of it. The only thing that... I'm going to give it a five. That's what I'm going to tell you right now, because Ubisoft created the game and they were involved in this. But the way that I look at it, too, was they kind of took the premise of the game. Like, it's like like saying having a soccer movie and just being like, this is based off of this particular soccer mm -hmm. team because it's soccer like which and then this team's not even involved at all. Like if they reused some of the characters from the game. And like made it the same setting, people around a fire. To me, this was like kind of like a whodunit horror movie that they just said, oh, and by the way, there it's based off of this game with kind of the same premise. They didn't really push the boundaries to be like, this is exactly like the game. So I'm going to give it a five because it's got the same thing. Like, who is the werewolf? That's about it. That's all it has from it. Who done werewolf? Yep. <clears throat> who done it werewolf? <laughs> No, you go away. <laughs> no, we like the movie. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I hope I hope that kid got picked up in the on the mics because right? that was perfect. Um, other than that, you know, I uh, I think that was that was great. Um, that that wraps up our review of Werewolves Within. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. For people who um, haven't heard the episodes you were on before or unfamiliar with your podcast, uh, tell us what you guys do and let us know what you've done recently. All right. Well, yeah, we're called Phantom at Random. Again, we have the the website phantomatrandom.com. And we just did a, something we call Phantom Fighters where me and Ed Love it. Uh, come up with a basically a, an idea. This one was we will build a drive-in movie marathon and you pick we ask our listeners to vote which one you would want to go to based on our picks so we did six total picks each uh that was pretty fun that was a fun one and we talk about it's called fandom at random so we literally talk about any fandom we can think of sometimes we ask listeners for ideas we come up with anything uh we go from a fandom fighters about drive-ins now we're doing a black widow review 
tomorrow, actually. Nice. Oh. And that'll be out Monday, so that'll be cool. Did you see it already? I did. Oh, oh. I haven't seen it yet. Yep, I watched yeah. it last night. I was and, supposed to see it last night. I didn't yeah. get a chance. I'll just say that I loved it. Really? <clears throat> yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think I would, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. Worth wow. the wait? Okay. Like, worth you know adding to don't without spoiling does it add to the what the future of the next phase is going to be does it add anything yes oh i think so wow yep based on the characters in the movie i think so and how good of a job they did without spoiling anything yes i think so see i was a little like "Eh, i'm not too excited but now you've kind of i thought it was just a placeholder yeah, uh, because she's dead. I'm spoiler. Sorry, <laughs> too soon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Black Widow. Spoiler did die. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was going to be a placeholder, and turns out it has potential to add to the future of the MCU. Holy yeah. shit! I thought so at least. But yeah, so we cover everything. We uh, have an episode every week, and you know we've had you guys on. We've had a good time when we did it. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Make sure you check out the Invincible episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we also were on for WandaVision um, yes. season one review. We um, They've been on our podcast for when we did Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you guys were on for Annihilation, right? No, not no. Annihilation. Though I would like, because I was disappointed we couldn't, it wasn't like, you know, not, I was disappointed in you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it, was just, yeah. it was just pandemic. I would have yeah, loved to have you guys for the newer one. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do a Mortal Kombat Revisited. I would definitely yeah. like to talk Annihilation with you. Absolutely. Um, but I was glad we were able to get you on for this one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I watched the movie. It was a good episode. I definitely am glad I came in too. Yeah, we're definitely going to do a Mortal Kombat revisit with both you and Ed. I think that'll nice. be a good one. Yeah, it'll but, be interesting. <laughs> but again, uh, ch- ch- make sure you check out Phantom at Random. Again, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And Josh, what are we watching next week? Well, Andrew, you tricked me into thinking I almost we'll be watching a porn movie <laughs> but i am not we are actually going to be watching the 1982 movie called joysticks which is just a very odd cheesy movie that just it looks so fantastic and so over the top like classic meatballs stripes animal house but just on the lowest budget of all time and uh, honestly i think it's going to be it's going to be so bad that it's good And we'll be discussing that film with our good friend Adam Arola. Now, if we missed anything while discussing this movie, or if you have any questions or would like to give us any feedback, you can reach us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. That's the number 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on our Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you want to listen to our backlog of video game discussions and video game movie reviews, you can go to our official website at 8bitpod.com. That's the number 8bitpod.com. I'm Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. And we'll see you next week. I'm a werewolf. Awoo! Awoo! Awoo!